Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, the Lord is just revealing so many things in and through his word. So I want to jump in because we're in the midst of just a, a really interesting passage. Of course, they're all interesting, right? But I tell you this and right here, there's some things that are happening, some, uh, uh, some stress, some debate. So we're in Galatians, in the second chapter of Galatians. And if you remember, uh, Paul and Barnabas and Titus have gone to Jerusalem and they went by revelation of the Lord. The Lord revealed to Paul they were supposed to go. So they go. And he's going to those uh, who are of reputation. That He uses some form of that phrase about four times in this chapter. He doesn't mean that in a demeaning kind of way, like we wouldn't necessarily take it within our language and stuff. But he wanted, uh, he felt like he was supposed to submit the gospel that he'd been preaching to the Gentiles, not because he doubted what the gospel was, and not because he thought that anybody needed to add anything to it. But there was a faction and fraction and division coming within the body of Christ, and there needed to be unity. So they go. And when they're uh, submitting this, Paul had said in the fourth verse that false brethren, uh, false brethren secretly snuck in. They were brought in, which I find sort of interesting. That means there's some people behind this that maybe not necessarily were in there or whatever, but they were brought in, and they came in to spy out the liberty they had in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the purpose of that was to bring them into bondage. In other words, to try to convince them to bring them into the bondage of the law, to bring them back into all the things that the Lord had brought forth in the law. Well, Paul said this in the fifth verse. He said, we did not yield in subjection to them for even an hour so that the truth of the gospel would remain in you. The gospel that Paul brought and the true gospel that he presented to the Galatians is the gospel of grace, that you cannot do anything to earn your salvation and to earn this good news, this good gospel. It was done by the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross when he died. The Lord did this, and the Lord is the one who calls you. We cannot do deeds to attain salvation. But there was a group of people that had come in and they were doing it on purpose to bring them under bondage saying, well, yeah, yeah, you're saved that way. You can do that. But you really need to be circumcised. You really need to be under the law. Then you can be really, really super saved, right? <laughs> it's really that kind of idea. Well, Paul continues on. Listen to verse 6. He says this. But from those who were of high reputation... And again, he's not saying this in, in a demeaning way. He's just actually acknowledging that they were highly esteemed in the body of Christ. And, you know, there's some people, that, uh, commentators, commentators, that believe that they were actually referred to in that way. That was sort of a title that was given them, those of high reputation, uh, because they were to be uh, honored as we all are to honor one another. But he said, of these folks right here, and then Paul makes this little parenthetical statement. He says this, what they were makes no difference to me. God shows no partiality. So he's saying, yeah, whoever they, you know, whatever they are, what they were, what they do, it doesn't make a difference to me. God doesn't show partiality. But Paul is saying this, from those who were of high reputation, well, those who were of reputation contributed nothing to me. 
Now, that doesn't mean that they didn't give him any money. I've actually heard that taught before. And I understand why that's taught that way. As a matter of fact, that guy that I heard uh, teach that, I just so respect and so honor, and he, I learned so much from him through the years. And I know why he said that, uh, but I don't think that's the main emphasis right here because the context demands that the thing that he was anticipating that might happen was that they would contribute insight and revelation to the gospel. And what he's saying is the thing that I've been teaching, the thing that I've been preaching is the same exact thing that they were. In other words, they did not contribute any more to what I've been saying. Uh, the next verse helps with that understanding. Verse seven says this, but on the contrary, on the contrary of what? Well, on the contrary of contributing and them giving me insight and giving me things that I didn't know. On the contrary, seeing that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the uncircumcised, that's the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the circumcised. And then there's a parenthetical statement here in verse 8. So let me do this. I'm going to jump from verse 7 to verse 9 to where we can see the whole flow of it. And then I'll come back and read verse 8 for us. So seeing that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been to the circumcised, and recognizing the grace that had been given to me, James and Cephas and John, who, are, who were reputed to be pillars, gave to me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship so that we might go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. You see what's happening right here? He said, on the contrary, rather than giving more insight to the gospel, they saw that we were sent forth to the uncircumcised in the same way that Peter was sent forth to the circumcised. Verse 8, the parenthetical statement says this, For he, and that's capitalized, is speaking of God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, he who effectually worked for Peter in his apostleship to the circumcised effectually worked for me also to the Gentiles. Isn't that an amazing thing? And it's sort of interesting how God does things. He does things in the way that man does not do them. You know, Paul, Paul had a PhD in Judaism, probably several of them. Okay. He had studied under Gamaliel. He'd already acknowledged that he was one of the top students. And you would think that he would be the one that God would send to the Jewish people. Peter was Jewish, and Peter was a sharp businessman. A lot of times you'll hear people say, oh, well, he was just a fisherman. No, 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 no. Uh, he and his brothers, they had ships. They had boats. Okay? They had employees. He was a businessman. And you would think that he would be the one that would be sent to the Gentiles. But no, the Lord sent Peter to the Jewish people and Paul to the Gentiles. Now, it wasn't just mutually exclusive. You see Paul going into the synagogues everywhere he went and speaking forth the word of truth to the Jewish people. But his primary impact would be among the Gentiles. And he's acknowledging that right here. And he said this group, the ones of uh, uh, reputed to be pillars, as it said in verse 9, we learn who they are. It's James, Peter, and John. Well, yeah, th these were ones that were reputed to be pillars. Two of them had been with the Lord Jesus Christ while he lived, uh, while Jesus lived as disciples and apostles. James, this isn't James the apostle. He was already dead. This is James, the brother of the Lord Jesus Christ. He grew up with Jesus, literally. But he did not believe that he was Messiah until after Jesus was resurrected. And so these three gave to Paul and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship. Okay, Gave to them the right hand of fellowship and sent them out that they could go to the Gentiles in the same way 
that they had gone to the circumcised. What you see here is that uh, by the giving of the hand there, the shaking of hands, the right hand of fellowship, that right there really undermined what the strategy of the evil one had been. The strategy of the evil one had been to bring in division in the body of Christ, to bring in division between Jew and Gentile. And by revelation, Paul was sent to Jerusalem to help deal with this. Now Paul is writing back to those in Galatia and saying, don't let this happen. That's what's occurring to y'all. And he's going to explain more details as we go along. You know, the same could be said for us. The body of Christ is greatly divided, greatly divided. And it's all because of the strategy of the evil one and what man has done. Man has decided we need to do things this way, that way, whatever it may be. We would do well to learn from the word right here. We would do well to take it before the Lord and say, Lord, what is it perhaps that I'm doing that's bringing division within the body of Christ? What is it that we're doing as a group, as a people, that's bringing division within the body of Christ? And then as he reveals things, to set those things aside and to greet one another and love one another with the right hand of fellowship, acknowledging and understanding that we have different personalities, different uh, uh, callings, different purposes within the kingdom, but we are all one within the kingdom. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm Dale again, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.